Recently, Nando V Movies did a sequel to his One Marvelous Scene by making a playlist called One Extraordinary Scene, to which myself and my X Minutes podcast co-host made three videos. And in true Filmento spirit, since he was not invited to One Extraordinary Scene, he created his own competing playlist, one where you choose your own excruciating X-Men scene and put it on the playlist. A playlist that has less videos on it at the time of filming than me and my co-host made for one extraordinary scene but a playlist that starts out with breaking down the excruciating scene from the x-men movies of um a a movie not an x-men movie um it was a fox superhero movie but they hadn't actually officially crossed over and they said that there were no plans to after it performed poorly and i mean he also said in his video that he was breaking down the entire movie so he he knew that but um yeah the intention and delivery isn't uh matching so why am i saying all this when i'm going onto the playlist myself well it's because flamento taught me that's how i get a reaction by triggering Triggering the Trigger King. And plus, I mean, if I'm on this list, then I obviously subscribe to Filmento and I like his videos. So, you know, I hope that this is all in good fun. All my pumpkin. But let's get into my one excruciating scene. And I don't promise that I won't make more of these videos. But for me to talk about my first excruciating scene on this playlist, I need to talk about... Logan. He's talking about Logan? What? Look, if you heard me say Logan and you grab your pitchforks, this is my response to you. Hit me before I lose my nerve. Come on. Bring it on. Now, there's a lot of quotes that I'm going to reference, but because I can't actually find them easily, with it being so many years later, you're just going to have to trust what I'm saying is true. It's going to be paraphrased. I'm not going to know exactly the word by word by word by word of these quotes, but it's all the truth. I promise. And you can trust me because I'm a guy you don't know on the Internet. Well, that sounded a lot creepier than I meant. I just meant that I could be lying to you in a non-creepy way. Anyway, when James Mangold, director of The Wolverine, was talking about what he wanted to do with Logan, he said he wanted to do a bare-bones, gritty, real take with Logan as his sequel to The Wolverine. And I take issue with that because Darren Aronofsky, the director of The Wolverine, the original director, his whole idea for the Wolverine was that it would be exciting. It would be bare bones. It would be dark and gritty. And Wolverine would be the only mutant in the whole film. Now, Wolverine is not the only mutant in Logan, but it is very bare bones and it's only what's necessary. And it doesn't get the fanfare that it gets from the other X-Men movies. Now, my problem is not with one excruciating scene in Logan. That was just a bait and switch for you. But also to explain my larger issue. My one excruciating scene is from the Wolverine and it is... The Silver Fucking Samurai. And this. And this. And this. And let's be honest, this. So yeah, I'm starting off with one scene, but I'm tackling the whole film and the ethos behind it, which is when James Mangold took over. And by the way, I love Three Tons of You. You're so sure that your crew's coming to get you. God's vengeance, they're coming. I don't like night and day. Everybody get down. No one follows us, or I kill myself and then her. I love Logan. She's like you. Of time. Very much like you. I don't love the Wolverine. It's an honor to meet the Wolverine. That's not who I am anymore. 
When he took over, his ethos for taking over was introducing more mutants so that it could feel like an X-Men movie proper and connected, which ironically, the one quote I could find from Darren Aronofsky before doing this video is that he was saying it wouldn't be related to the rest of the X-Men movies. It wouldn't need to be connected. It was its own thing. It could stand on its own, which ironically, the first thing James Mangold wanted to do was reverse that. Now, while it makes sense and sounds good, James Mangold saying that he wanted to introduce more mutants so that it felt more like an X-Men film so that it fit more into the universe. That makes sense. That makes sense on paper, but it undercuts the story. Not only because of how fucking ridiculous the Silver Samurai was, but why do we need this? <laughs> Slurpy lady to make his heart fail? And while I love her, Yukio really distracts from the romance that's supposed to be going on between Logan and Mariko. I don't know if I'm pronouncing these right. It's been a while since I've seen the Wolverine. Because it's not as good as Logan, but that's the thing. It could have been. It could have been from the get. We still could have gotten Logan and pure the Wolverine. What happened was that we got this weird new elements. I mean, the movie may have been about Logan deciding to commit suicide by giving his regenerative healing away, but still, all these other elements made it really wonky and just distracted away from the main story, which was Logan on his own as the Wolverine in the land he's not familiar with, with a forbidden love and a choice about his own morality, not being affected by other mutants or possibly other technology that wasn't present in the film, and definitely not by getting a couple screwdrivers in his claws and then, oh my gosh, you suddenly got rid of my power? Like, come on. If it was that easy, he would have done it a long time ago. Like, come on. This was all to say that my one excruciating scene is the change James Mangold fundamentally did to the Wolverine, undercutting it and softening its impact. Also, you had the chance to leave in his comic accurate costume and you didn't, you bastard. Open it. And on that note, when I was recording footage for this video, I found this. Look in the background. Look at Yukio. Get in the case, having the case in this shot, then it cuts away and goes back, and the next shot, no case. Digitally removed. Case, no case. Case, no case. Come on! You spent money to take it out of the film. Jeez, man, gold? Uh, that was an unplanned pun, and the reason you're not seeing any video for this and just seeing more footage from the movie is because... Eh, I just decided to record it on my Blue Yeti and not get all dolled up again. But back to the video. Maybe I'll talk about what I fucking hate about Days of Future Past next. That movie is garbage. <laughs> But seriously, as funny and as goofy as I've been trying to make this sound, we could have had a movie as good as Logan before Logan in The Wolverine. It sounds like 
James Mangold took on the Wolverine, which was a good idea, got it in his head that it would be good to connect it to the wider X-Men universe because it is an X-Men film. Unlike Fant Stick, just tw- rage tweet me, Fomento, get me viewers! And botched that up enough that he came back, learned from his mistakes, and made an excellent Logan. But I do believe we could have gotten Logan while getting a great The Wolverine if he had just stuck to the script that Darren Aronofsky had been ready to shoot. And that's a shame. Like, people are still talking about Logan rightfully, but we're not talking about the Wolverine. That's a bummer, because it could have been fantastic. Could have been perfect. But, alas, it's not... (laughs) 